Welcome to Lakers Carpool. My name is James Brooks. Thank you so much for joining me on my drive to work this morning. Man, what a bummer last night was. So, Lakers lose game one to the Blazers, 100 to 93. Lots to digest about the game. The Lakers did not play well at all. Still had a chance to win it. Um, so, let's get into it. So, what to talk about first with the Lakers? You know, the good news or the bad news? I think. Let's start with the bad news because we're all feeling bummed out that the Lakers lost. Um, the Lakers shooting was awful. The first in the first quarter, their shooting and their defense was just piss poor. Um, they 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 got down by sixteen at one point was the biggest deficit to the Blazers. They. I think shot like three for twenty-six from behind the three-point line in the whole in the entire game. Uh, guys like KCP went zero for nine. Danny Green shot I think three for eight from three. Uh, Anthony Davis went zero for five from three. It was just an awful, awful game. Um, the Lakers. Their defense was pretty bad in the first quarter. Uh, the, the Blazers were kind of hitting on all cylinders, making shots, making mid-range shots, hitting threes, getting shots down low. Um, but the Lakers did eventually tighten up their D, which was good. So it ended up being a pretty low-scoring game, especially for the Blazers. Like I, like I mentioned in past episodes, the Blazers had been putting up 120, 130 on teams. Um we're in a lot of close games with them. This game, it was a close game at the end, and it was in the ni- in the nineties. So both teams played. You know, both teams tightened up defense. Both teams did struggle from shooting or struggle with shooting. So that led to the low scoring game. So I mean, the thing is, like, if the Lakers are going to shoot like twenty percent from the three-point line, either stop shooting threes or or you're just going to lose the series. Like, if the Lakers keep shooting like they shot last night, they're done. You know, they can't – you can't expect to win a championship, let alone – sorry, you can't expect to win a playoff series, let alone the finals, if you can't hit a three. So, I mean – Anthony Davis is usually a lot better from the three-point line. He's shown that in both pre uh, before the, the the shutdown and in the bubble. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, he's especially in the bubble has been shooting really well. KCP, he had had been been struggling, um, and then got better, and then the bubble happened, and now he's back to his bad shooting self so there's just I don't know what teams just get into ruts sometimes players get into ruts, go into slumps but I don't know what the Lakers need to do to get out of it Um, but whatever they need to do, they need to do it by Thursday because if they come out on Thursday and shoot like they shot last night then I don't see a world in which they can 
hang with with a team like the Blazers because because Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum aren't going to have you know the Lakers tightened up their D against Dame in the second half and he only I think at one point into the fourth quarter only had two points in the second half um so like that that was great and if they can keep doing that then that is a key to their will be a key to their success but he's hard to contain as we saw late in the game you know he pulled he's literally pulling up from three steps in front of the 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 half court line and draining shots not even not even rim just swishing threes like you know i don't think we've ever we've seen since like steph curry you know it's uh it's unreal um so car almost hit me um so the yeah so like the lakers they if they can if they can contain damian lillard consistently then then that's great but you have to counteract it with shooting because the thing is is Dam- like they played so well defensively against damian lillard held him got him to miss shots things like that but if they can't hit shots themselves then like that's what happened last night they they got the game close they couldn't seal the game and then Damian Lillard came in and sealed the game for the Blazers as did Carmelo Anthony so big you know those big threes late in the game really really just kind of ended it unfortunately so the big key last night was or at least the obvious one was was the shooting so if the Lakers can can clean that up can somehow consistently hit shots and the thing is like yeah like threes three points are better than two points if you can if you can shoot 40 percent from three and 40 percent from two then you should be shooting most of your shots from the three-point line but the Lakers strong suit really has never been this whole season has ever never really been shooting threes so the fact that they constantly settle for them is just like and it makes sense because teams know that the Lakers aren't a good three-point shooting team so they have they let they leave them I mean they don't leave them wide wide open but they sag off a little bit to protect the rim and give them three-point shots like they if I were playing the Lakers I would take that chance because the Lakers win like they're a team that can't live and die by by the three and oftentimes you find them their worst games are the games when they can't hit a three-point shot and like they're probably not taking as nearly as many threes as some other teams but but for them it's like at what point do you give up on the three because because that because it you know was it when they were like two for 18 honestly at that point I would have all right no more threes let's just try to get to the basket because I mean you saw in the second half I can't remember I can't remember if it was in the third or fourth quarter but the Blazers couldn't help but foul the Lakers, like, every possession. The Lakers, with the size that they have with Anthony Davis, LeBron James, JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, 
the Blazers have good bigs too, but they can't as a as an overall team, the Blazers can't hang with the physicality of the Lakers, in my honest opinion. And if the Lakers the Lakers are doing them a favor by settling for so many threes. It's I mean it's tough because as an NBA player that's anything but a center, you should be able to in my like it just it's your job to make shots, so like you shouldn't be going two for twenty six or whatever it was. Like that's just I in a game would go two for twenty six. You know, like or maybe I'd only hit one, whatever, but like I wouldn't do I didn't wouldn't do much worse than the Lakers did last night, that's for sure. So like that's the that's part of the good news in all this is things the shooting, especially the three point shooting, really can't get much worse. The Lakers should have won that game, and they couldn't buy a basket from the three-point line. Anthony Davis shot 8 for 24. KCP went 0 for 9. Danny Green went 3 for 8 from 3. So, like, even if even if Anthony Davis goes 10 for 24, the Lakers probably win that game. So, especially if one, especially if one of those is a, is a three-pointer. So, I mean... Um, that's the blaring. That was the blaring bad, bad news of last night's game. Um, hopefully, the, I don't. Hopefully, the Lakers can 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 uh, bring up that shooting percentage. Can hit a little. Can hit some more shots. Because if they don't, then the Blazers. The Blazers could realistically put them down in the first in the first round. And the thing is, like, I'm. I've been giving the Lakers a pass throughout this whole restart because. They didn't really have anything to play for. I knew they were kind of coasting. Um, they had clinched the one seed, so, like, why waste the energy? Why get hurt? Why risk getting hurt? Things like that. But, so, like, it made sense to give them a pass for the bad shooting, the bad defense. It is what it is. But at this point, like, I will give them last night's game. I'll give them last night's game, but that's that's the last. I mean, that's the last. That's their last chance of um, to to get things together. You know, they should have had things together by. They should have had things. Sorry, there's a pretty bad accident. Jesus. Sorry about that. So they should have came out game one firing. Even if they weren't hitting shots, they should have, you know, they're, they are a better team than the Blazers. Most people thought that they could have won, they could have swept the Blazers, which I think was realistic. I mean, for how good the Lakers can be. But when the Lakers are bad, they're not a good team. When they're, if they're not making shots and they're lost on defense, then... And I mean that goes for really any team, but for the Lakers, they they just aren't a good team when they can't when they're not doing those two things. So I will give them a pass for last night's game, but that's it. If they don't, if they if they don't come out on Thursday, hitting shots and playing tough D, if they come out lackadaisical again in the first quarter, then honestly, like Blazers in six. That like that's my 
that like if if tomorrow they don't come out with if they don't come out focused and just killing from the first from the from the tip off then I get it you can you don't again it's a long basketball game you're not going to win the game in the first quarter necessarily but last night the Lakers came out lackadaisical not only were they missing shots but they were they're they were looking lost on defense and the Blazers got up by 16 points so then they had to claw all the way back which they did and then they lose by by seven which really like they probably they got it was a garbage time dunk to go up by seven so like it was five point three point game late in, you know late in the game it was a close game so like so the so you lose by seven you had been down by 16 in the first quarter if if it's a closer game in the first quarter maybe the Lakers win that game and again it goes the way the game goes the way that it goes they it is what it is but I'm just saying it matters when you only put up well I mean I guess they yeah well they put up 26 points in the first quarter but they gave up 35 or 36 so they were down by 10 at the end of the first quarter I think um and then in the third quarter and the fourth quarter they had 19 points and 18 points which is awful and so going back continuing on what the Lakers did poorly um let's talk about the end of the game so the Lakers Where it was like a close game, tie game, two points, up by two, down by two. That's kind of how the fourth quarter was going, especially towards the end of the fourth quarter. And the Blazers started getting hot. Dame hit a ridiculous three from way, way, way out in the parking lot. Um, the Lakers came back down. They they had been they had gone up by six, which was their biggest lead of the game. Um. They couldn't. They had a chance to put their foots on the Blazers' necks, and they just couldn't get it done. So then, Dame comes down. He hits some threes. Lakers, you know, miss shots, turn the ball over, whatever. Blazers come down, hit some more threes. So by you know they're up by six. Then it's a tie game, and then the Lakers just like didn't have a plan offensively. They didn't have, you know, normally in that point of the game LeBron takes over or Anthony Davis takes over and should be able to seal the game but there was just like no plan you know we had I think on one possession KCP goes down and blows a layup I mean and to be fair the Blazers also made some really good defensive plays Hassan Whiteside I think KCP went down um he drove to the basket, and Hassan Whiteside just straight up blocked a shot. And then the next possession down, LeBron goes for a layup. LeBron got blocked by Hassan Whiteside. So he made a couple of really good defensive plays, so I'll give them credit for that. But but then after that, KCP, I think he blow, he either blew a layup again or missed a mid-range shot. Um, next possession down, Lakers kind of the ball... They got late in the shot clock. Alex Caruso forces up a 
terrible three-pointer that I mean like it's one of those things where if the if the three goes in then then it's great but without the with how they were shooting it wasn't a good shot and then on top of it he was off balance and was just like chucking it up to try and not get a shot clock violation so like terrible possession there in the meantime the Blazers are going down and hitting shots and oh yeah and then the Lakers Anthony Davis gets fouled I think at this point it's either a tie game or the Lakers are up by two Anthony Davis gets fouled misses both free throws Lakers go down get a stop LeBron gets fouled LeBron misses both free throws so like it was just uh talk about a team that I mean I don't think the Lakers are not a clutch team whatever that really means but the the way they ended that game was just it makes me want to throw up it was so bad like no plan offensively they didn't you know not able to get LeBron or AD to the basket even to get their ball get the ball in their hands um missed free throws and then down on the defensive end the Blazers hit shots so I think overall was a bad game the second and third the second quarter was the brightest moment for the Lakers they outscored the Blazers by 10 I think um LeBron was playing well and so let's get into the the, what happened what the good parts of last night so the good parts of last night LeBron played well his stat line was great he had like 26 what was it 26 16 and 17 which I think he's like he was like he's like the first NBA player to have a triple double with over 15 rebounds and 15 assists or something like that so I mean it was a great game stat wise I think personally I would have liked to see LeBron take over a little bit more offensively on his own I think that it seemed like he was almost trying to facilitate almost too much and I get it I get in a game one of game one of a playoffs in the first round you want to get your guys comfortable you want to get them to hit shots like LeBron's been here before yes this playoff bubble is uh different than any other year that he's played before but like he's been in the playoffs before he knows what playoff basketball is but a lot of the Lakers haven't been in the playoff like a lot of especially Cal Kuzma, Alex Caruso. These guys are, this is their first time, so they got, I'm sure there's some playoff jitters going on. So I get him wanting to, like, kind of facilitate, get the team rolling, um, trying to get some momentum for guys, like, to hit shots or whatever. But unfortunately for the Lakers, they weren't hitting shots. So I think at a certain point in the game, LeBron should have given up on the assisting and the facilitating and tried to just take over. Because that's sort of the real key to the game, to the series for the Lakers is they don't have anyone the Blazers don't have anyone that can really cover LeBron they had Carmelo Anthony on LeBron for the majority of the game but and like he played surprisingly played pretty good defense but historically Carmelo Anthony is not a a great defender and on top of that he's I mean he's like the same age as LeBron basically this is like the 17th year he's been playing in the NBA 
and he's missed more recently missed season missed games like LeBron should be able to take Carmelo Anthony all day and I get it like when you get help defense and double teams and stuff like that it makes it hard but but Carmelo's the only guy if someone's going to cover LeBron he's the only one that doesn't have like an insane where there's an insane mismatch because because you get you get any switch for LeBron that's a that's a that's a guard like if Dame or CJ gets put on LeBron like yeah they're good players but LeBron should be able to take him all day long like it's not I I would take that matchup every possession and I noticed that the Lakers were trying to do the to do a screen and roll with Anthony Davis and LeBron which typically throughout the season has been pretty successful I think that there was just a lot of um, I think LeBron and AD they just were you, we saw a couple times where they were just out of sync where LeBron thought AD was going more to the basket and AD held up and the LeBron threw the ball out of bounds uh, things things like that going on so I think I mean if if AD and LeBron can do more of a screen and roll where they switch get Carmelo onto Anthony Davis then I'll take that all day too you know it's like there's definitely a major mismatch on the offensive end for the Lakers that they did not take take advantage of last night. And I think a lot of it was LeBron, LeBron hunting for assists and trying to facilitate. Which again, I at the beginning of the game I understand to try and get guys in a rhythm, get them the ball, things like that. But at the same time, late in the game, he should be. attacking the basket, taking advantage of the mismatch that he has cuz the Blazers they have big men that can cover that can impede Anthony Davis. They have Hassan Whiteside, um Nurkic if Zach Collins comes back in the series like they have guys that can that can impede Anthony Davis. So I can understand Anthony Anthony Davis going like 8 for 24 in a game or just not having as good of a game. But LeBron James like they don't have and I think the biggest, the big struggle for the Lakers is they have, the Blazers have big men that can protect the rim, and they can have multiple, and at times they have multiple, uh, you know, they have like two of them in at one time in the game, which just makes it, because like LeBron's strong suit is getting to, the, getting to the basket, and if there's big guys down protecting the rim, he probably feels like he can't comfortably get to the basket. But the thing, and 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 with LeBron, like he's not. I get LeBron. I get that he, you know, complains every time he drives to the basket because he doesn't get a foul call. But so like it makes sense. Like he can't just easily draw fouls because he doesn't always get those calls. But late in the game, I would have liked to see LeBron attack the basket more, try and draw fouls because the Blazers were in foul trouble. Um, and the three-point shooting obviously wasn't working, and the rest of the team wasn't wasn't helping. So I think I think the Lakers can still win four straight. I think they could still win in five. I think at this point, at this point, I think I'm I would adjust and say Lakers in six, maybe. 
but it'll be the Thursday's game will be really telling for how I think the rest of the series is going to go because if, if the Blazers steal the second game then I don't know it's <laughs> I think we kind of just throw out the uh the predictions and just sit back and hope for the best but I think the you know, and I, th- and I think the another thing that's good news for the Lakers is they, while they, well, it's, it's both a disadvantage and an advantage, but the disadvantage is the Lakers are the one seed, but they don't actually really get home court advantage. Yeah, they have, like, the virtual fans, and they're piping in sound and things like that, which I'm, I'm sure helps. It's, it's better than nothing, but... But it's definitely a disadvantage than as as opposed to what they would have at Staples Center had uh, things just been normal. And on top of that, I mean, had things been normal, the Blazers likely wouldn't have made the eighth seed. It would have been the Grizzlies. Um, so we can throw out any any of those like what could have been or would have been kind of kind of scenarios, just because we are in the situation we're in. So the Lakers need to do what it takes to, to win the series. But but the good news in all of that is normally if a, if the lower seed wins the first game, then they've quote-unquote stolen home court advantage. Well, at least in this case, there's no home court advantage really to steal. So um, the Lakers don't have to worry about that. They don't have to worry about traveling. They don't have to worry about making up for the one game. They can just take that game as a loss, um, adjust, and hopefully – come out and and win the rest of the series lakers carpool is brought to you by anchor if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain first off it's free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcasts and many more you can make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, so let's move on and let's kind of talk about what's been some of the key key moments from around the league with the start of the playoffs. Um, so Monday night, Donovan Mitchell at 57 points. But the Jazz were not able to get it done against the the Nuggets. They lost in overtime. So it'll be interesting, interesting to see how that series goes. My guess is the Nuggets will kind of slowly close that out a little more and more because I don't think, I mean, I don't think Donovan Mitchell will be able to put a 50, 50, you know fifty seven every night. So it'll be it'll be inter- interesting to see. But I think that was probably the Jazz's best chance of of getting out a win. So. Um, so Nuggets win that one. Uh, the Clippers, they beat the Mavericks. That was an interesting game. I didn't watch. I watched a little bit of it, but not all of it. But Porzingis got ejected, which a lot of, you know, around Twitter, a lot of even NBA players and other pro athletes were saying was kind of a, a BS uh, call or BS ejection. Um, so... Before that, the the Mavericks have been playing the Clippers pretty well, and then Porzingis got ejected, 
and Luca kind of took over, but it wasn't enough to beat the Clippers. So, and then, and then yesterday, the Bucks lost to the Magic, which is pretty big, and it makes me feel a little better as a Lakers fan about the Lakers losing to the Blazers in the first game. You know, and honestly, I mean, I can. I can give the Lakers some excuses for losing that game to the Blazers, and at least that one game. But the the Bucks losing to the Magic, like that, and they lost by twelve. So that's not not a good look for the Bucks. But I'm sure they'll come back. And if, if any team comes out and wins four four straight games, it'll be the Bucks right right there. So um, the Rockets beat the Thunder, the high pretty high scoring game. I think it was like one thirty something to one. 20 something 115 or something like that um so good game from the rockets who if the lakers can make it out of the first round will most likely meet in the second round so watch out for that team watch out for that and then uh the lakers losing to the to the blazers last night overall the the playoff bubble basketball has been fun from a pure basketball standpoint you know, more so than any other year in the NBA and in any other season, is it really all about the best basketball? The best basketball is going to win games. And yes, that is true in past seasons, in every basketball season. But teams aren't dealing with home court advantage. They're not dealing with fans. They're not dealing with traveling, which I think does put strain on on teams and on players. And in a lot of cases, it also helps teams and helps players. So in this case, there's, they don't have that to rely on. It's really all about, with no distractions, who's going to be playing the best basketball night in and night out. So I think we're in for more upsets than we've ever seen in the playoffs in the NBA, not only for that reason, but also because more so this year than any other year has there, are the teams more even, evenly spread out with um, their talent. All right, so we've kind of already talked about this, but let's just let's just talk about it really quick. Um, what did the Lakers need to do on Thursday in order to win the game and get on the right track to win the series? First of all, they need to hit shots. I mean, that's obvious. Basketball, if you can't hit shots and you can't play defense, then you're going to lose games, and you're just not going to be a good team. So, Lakers need to hit shots. They need to keep what they keep up what they were doing in the second quarter and even in the they were the first quarter was their bad quarter the second third fourth quarter they played a lot better defensively Damian hit good hit some good shots CJ hit some good shots like they're gonna make shots they're good players but they did a pretty good job of containing them for the majority of the game to the point where I think in the third and fourth quarter the Blazers did win those quarters but it was like 20 22 to 18, 21 to 19. Like it was, it was close. Um, but holding the Blazers, you know, a team like that where they're so high powered offensively, um, holding them to to the low 20s in a quarter is is about as good as I would expect the Lakers to do against them. Um, the downside is they just didn't play well offensively. So. Yeah, the Blazers only scored 20 low in the low 20s in those quarters in the third and fourth, but the Lakers only scored 18 and 19, which is 
which is awful. I mean, for an NBA team, like I was saying, you can't, you really can't get much worse than that. So that is some of the good news. Hopefully, they just don't they just aren't consistent in that sense. Like they don't keep playing that badly. They they do improve. So I think for the Lakers, the key really is what can we do to score points and have a high a more efficient field goal percentage from both uh three and and mid-range so um that's kind of the key is for the team keep up the defense be better offensively and and when if things get bad again then then lebron and ad really need to take over and and there's points where lebron he like started he like had a he drove to the basket, but then he was contested at the rim and kind of bailed out, tried to pass it off while he was in the air and turn the ball over. Like, just go to the basket, try and draw the foul. I, you know, he got blocked once. Like, it's it's not the end of the world to get stopped once or twice, but majority of the time, LeBron going to the basket, he's either going to get fouled or make the bucket. And there was a few times where he missed layups. Like, there was a lot of missed shots overall, so, like, it was just a bad game last night, but in order to win and to win win the next game, and and I think at this point the Lakers they should don't get ahead of themselves. Just take it game by game, because the basketball now is it's all about the good basketball. So let's not worry about let's not worry about who they're facing in the next series or three games from now let's just focus on today you know the next game what we can do to get better and I think the Lakers will be fine so you know Lakers fans watch game two let's hope it's better than game one I think it will be I think the Lakers win game two and if they don't then like I said let's just sit back and relax Anyways, I'm wrapping things up. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lakers Carpool. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Please share with your friends. Let's hope the Lakers can come out on Thursday and get a win. Until then, go Lakers.